0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of 20 Minutes Fitness. Today I'm happy to bring you another one of our value-packed shorter episodes. I do really hope you enjoyed the first one on antioxidants and that you found it very useful and if you haven't already checked it out then definitely head on over to that episode and this will give a little explanation of what this new series is all about and obviously as well explaining more about antioxidants. Today we're continuing the week's theme of explaining a health and fitness phenomenon and today we're looking at the keto diet what is it how do you follow it what are the benefits or complications associated with it and so on but before we dive in a big thank you to our sponsor shape shape are building a 3d body scanning scale you simply step on and the robotic arm will spin all around your body capturing loads of body data this is then synced to the shape app and then you'll be able to see a photorealistic 3d avatar of your body along with the body data such as your body fat percentage your lean muscle and your muscle and girth measurements all within the app, making Shapescale a truly comprehensive fitness tracker. So definitely go and check it out whilst you can still pre-order it at Shapescale.com. Now into the episode and looking at keto diets. So you'll have heard this term tossed around a lot in the health and fitness industry. But as I mentioned, we're going to take a deeper dive into what it is exactly. So the idea is that you get more calories from protein and fat and less fat from carbohydrates. It's often referred to as a high-fat, low-carb diet, with you taking in up to 75% of all of your calories for the day from fat. That means, you know, you're cutting back on most of the carbs that are easy to digest, so your sugars, your pastries, your white bread, etc. And the goal with the keto diet is to get yourself into ketosis. Now, ketosis is a normal metabolic process, and it's what occurs when the body does not have enough glucose for energy and so instead it burns fat stores. So the process of ketosis turns fat into ketones in the liver and ketones are a byproduct of the breakdown of fatty acids and when you don't have enough insulin in your body to turn sugar or glucose into energy then you need another fuel source and so your body uses ketones as an alternate fuel and it also provides energy for the brain as well. So many people opt to follow the ketogenic diet for the fat burning principles or the success they've had with the, the fat burning side of the ketogenic diet. But it's worth mentioning that practitioners of keto diets, such as the renowned author Tim Ferris, who often utilizes fasting to get into a state of ketosis, only actually uses the ketogenic diet or getting himself into ketosis himself when he has a medical condition or a problem he can't fix via another means. And instead, he recommends opting for a slow carb diet, which to summarize a slow carb diet. It's eating from a specific list of allowed foods for six consecutive days, and then you can have one day per week when you eat anything you want, but you're still trying to eat a low amount of carbs on the six days you have limited food to eat from. So why does he recommend the slow carb diet rather than always trying to get yourself into ketosis? Well, the first reason is that it's very difficult to get yourself into ketosis because there's a lot of hidden sugars in the condiments you use, for example, a lot of vegetables are very starchy and have sugars in, fruits, for example, as well. And so it is very hard to get predominantly all of your calories from fat and protein. And if you are eating too much protein, a process called gluconeogenesis can happen, which converts the amino acids that are from the proteins into glucose. So that means basically that you miss the mark and you aren't burning your fat stores, which defeats the point of trying to get into ketosis. So it is difficult to maintain, and that's why he generally recommends going for The slow carb diet rather than trying to get yourself in ketosis, just because it is a difficult process to know whether you're actually in ketosis or not. Before we get to the end of this episode, I did want to quickly touch on exogenous ketones. So, in the last episode, we learned that exogenous means that we are taking them from outside the body, and people often take ketone supplements along with a ketogenic diet, uh, especially when they are first starting out trying to follow a keto diet. And this can help reduce the time it takes to reach ketosis, and it can lessen the unpleasant effects that may come from a transition from a standard higher carb diet to a ketogenic one. And the reason why is because the molecular structure of ketones is very similar to another molecule, for example, capsaicin found in hot chili peppers. And studies have found that these molecules can actually produce spikes in your metabolism. And there are actually studies starting to emerge that show that exogenous raspberry ketones have increased fat breakdown in mice, for example. So people are obviously, brands are jumping on that and pushing these supplements out there and people are having some success with these products as well. So to summarize, ketosis is a metabolic state the body enters when burning fat stores instead of carbs, and it's from following a very low carb diet, very high in fat, and it can have a lot of benefits for a lot of people like increased mental clarity and increased fat burn as well, but it is difficult to get into and know when you're in a state of ketosis. So do the research on it and work out how best to follow the diet if something you want to try. So that wraps up today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed a deep dive into the keto diet. Please let us know if you have any questions and whether you are enjoying this new mini series. Thank you very much and see you next time.